Father, I want to thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you that the heavens are open unto us. Bring your word unto us speedily, expressly, clearly. Thank you for confirming your word with signs and wonders, with diverse miracles and giftings of your spirit. I pray in the name of Jesus that you bring a specific word to each and every person in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord, that we are, our lives are changed and we are transformed and we are taken to another level of glory. In Jesus' name have we prayed and all the saints shall say, Amen. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. Oh, give the Lord a shout. You want to take your seats, amen. Tell someone tell us I'm excited to see you. How many of you are ready for today? How many of you are ready for what God is going to do in your life today? I see that God is bringing about a shift in the lives of some people. Hallelujah. May you receive the touch of the Lord in the name of Jesus. May you, may you have a definite divine encounter in the name of Jesus. Listen, the Bible tells us that, you know, Jesus was going somewhere and there were crowds around him and the Bible said that there was a woman with an issue of blood and she said the Bible said she said within herself that if i may but touch the hem of jesus garment i shall be made whole now listen a lot of people were touching jesus a lot of people were were hemming in on jesus a lot of people were thronging in on jesus they were touching jesus but nothing happened to them why because there was an absence of faith in their lives because there was no expectation they had no expectation but the woman with the issue of blood, she had an expectation. And the expectation was that if I may just touch the hem of Jesus' garment. May you have an expectation today in the name of Jesus. It is hard to, you know, your faith works according to your expectation. Hallelujah. And so we can all be sitting under the same anointing, hearing the same word, but some people, their lives will not be changed because they didn't have an expectation. But I pray that you have an expectation in the name of Jesus. I pray that you realize that this is not an ordinary service. <laughs> can I tell someone that this is not an ordinary service? God has orchestrated this service for your change and transformation. God has programmed this service to touch you. And if you can expect to receive an encounter from the Lord, I tell you that you experience that encounter in the name of Jesus. May you receive that encounter in Jesus' name. May you experience that encounter in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a, it's a month of arising and shining. The Bible tells the book of Isaiah 16 verse 1. The Bible says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Amen. I see you arising in Jesus' name. I see you shining. Turn to the person next to the person, I'm shining. I'm moving forward. I am increasing. I am abounding. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk about a very important topic. A topic that is going to help you to arise and shine. Amen. A topic that is going to help you. This topic, it will bring color to your life. It will change your life. Amen. It will cause you to be excited in the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that will delight yourselves in the Lord and he'll give you what the desires of your heart. And so as Christians, we are supposed to what delight ourselves in the Lord. Okay. We are supposed to. What does it mean to delight yourself in the Lord? It means to make yourself happy in God. Yes. You know, there are a lot of there are a lot of there are a number of God's of God's children that are serving God, but they are not excited. Yeah. They are serving God in the doorway. If you look, you know, I, I can't see that if you look at me, I'm always excited. Yeah. I, de- I, I delight myself in the Lord. Yes. 
I'm excited about God. I'm excited about the things of God. I'm excited about the word of God. I'm excited about prayer. I'm excited about worship songs. You know what we're singing? All my life you have been faithful. I'm excited about the song. I'm excited about God's men, God's servants. They, 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 you know, they, 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 they turn me on. What is it that turns you on? What is it that turns you on? You know, can, can I tell you what turns me on? You know, one of the things that turns me on is when I when I enter a Christian bookstore. It's like as soon as I enter a Christian bookstore and I see the bookstore and I, something something's doing me. It's like I, I, I'm being turned on. It's like you know when when I enter a Christian book, it's like I'm being aroused. of God excites me that the, you know and that is one of the reasons why you know that's one reason why I I cannot be sad you know let me tell you something if you see that I'm sad then if you see that I'm sad then there's one thing I can do that will make me excited if you see I'm sad then just 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 play a message by Oedipo <laughs> as soon as I hear the voice of that man he said to me the hour has come to liberate the world from all oppression of the devil through the preaching of the word of faith. And I'm sending you to undertake this task. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. If you want to make me happy, just play a message by Pastor Chris. Yeah. I'll get excited. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. No, the point I'm trying to make is that the things of God delight me. Yes. The things of God excite me. The things of God make me happy. And that is what's supposed to happen to you also. That the things of God will make you happy. Amen. Amen. You should be excited when you see a Scofield Steady Bible. You should be excited when you see a, a Dick's Bible. Dick's Annotated Reference Bible. You, you should be excited when you see a book by Less than the Man of God Smith Wigglesworth. It should excite you. There are some people, you know, they, they, there are some people, you know, one day I was, uh, sometime back when I was working there, you know, I was talking and uh, I was, some, you know, somebody, as they were talking about something, and I didn't know the, uh, what's the name of the, that, Sheshenko. And, and I didn't know who he was. And they were all, they were, they were, they were surprised that, oh, you don't know who Sheshenko is. Then I also reacted, do you know who Hagen is? <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Edward Bosworth is? Do you know who Alexander Doe is? They didn't know. Then I started laughing at them. <laughs> how, how, how can you be on this earth and you don't know who F.F. Bosworth is? You, you don't know who Amy Simple McPherson is? You don't know who John G. Lake is? No, it's an error. These are the heroes of our faith. Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> These are the heroes of our faith. And if you really delight yourself in the Lord, listen, if you delight yourself in the Lord, the word, you, the word of God will delight you. The God's servants will delight you. The things of God will delight you. Worship songs will delight you. The presence of God will delight you. Church service will delight you. Hallelujah. 
May you, and when you delight yourself in the Lord, the Bible says that He will give you the desires of your heart. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart in Jesus' name. Receive grace to delight yourself in the Lord. This morning I was telling I was telling Mama Amy that one about a month ago a certain uh, one of my sons sent me a message. You know, he, he watched the online says, and he told me that he, he told me that I was looking at, like a certain man of God. He said, ah, he said when he saw, he said I was looking like Pastor building Fatou in Bo. So I was telling Mama Amy that wow, that that comment excited me. I, I this morning I was just saying that man, I, I'm so excited that somebody will tell me that I'm looking like Fatou in Bo. Man, glory to God. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> stay my parents I, I had them one of my eyes was just kind of closed I don't know maybe some you know so it was closed so uh, then Merlin, Merlin looked at me and she was like ah one of your eyes has closed and I took a mirror and I looked at myself the mirror when I looked at myself the mirror do you know what I said I said I said wow I'm looking like Bishop Oedipo <laughs> One of his eyes has closed. I seem like he has an eyebrow, like he's feeling sleepy. One of his eyes has closed. So what I saw, I said, Wow, I'm looking like Bishop Oedipo. Wow. I tap, I tap. May you delight yourself in the Lord. Today, I want to talk to you about the name of Jesus. The wonderful name of Jesus. And I believe that it will change your life. I believe that it will bring meaning into your Christian life. I believe that it will enrich your Christian life. Hallelujah. Let's turn about the book of Acts chapter 3 verse 1 to 12. I want to read Acts chapter 3 verse 1 to 12. Um, the New Living Translation. I'll start reading as a media team project. They get ready to project it. Amen. Acts 3 verse 1 to 12. The Bible says that the, Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. And as they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was just he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. So then somebody was lame, and because he was lame, possibly he couldn't work, so he was poor, so he was a beggar. So he asked them. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, Look at us. That's fine. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. Verse 6. But Peter said that, he said, he doesn't have silver or gold. But I'll give you what I have. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Verse 7. Then Peter took the layman by the right hand and held him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. Amen. Verse 8. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. Verse 9. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. Verse 10. When they realized he was a lame beggar, 
they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astound astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade and where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John, verse 12. Peter saw his opportunity. Hallelujah. Someone say, Peter saw his opportunity. May you see opportunities in Jesus' name. No, you must be able to recognize and take advantage of opportunities to preach the gospel. Opportunities to heal the sick. Opportunities to cast out demons. Hallelujah. Pastor, he saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, he said, what is so surprising about this? And why stare at us as though we had made the, this man walk by our own power or godliness? Verse 13. For it is the God of Abraham. All right, go to verse 14. Verse 15. Verse 16. Good. Look at what he says in verse 16. He said, through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed. And you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. Hallelujah. I said, I'm speaking about the wonderful name of Jesus. The glorious name of Jesus. The powerful name of Jesus. And the Bible is telling us, this account of scripture is telling us that there was a man that was lame. He was lame. And, you know, he was a beggar also. And when he came to, he saw Peter and John. He asked arms of them. And Peter said that, so far God, he does not have. But such as I have, give I thee. In other words, he realized that Peter knew what he had. Yes. May you know what you have in Jesus' name. A lot of people, a lot of Christians don't know what they have. And so because they don't know what they have, they live weak and beggarly lives. They live defeated lives because they do not know what they have. But when you know what you have, you'll be able to use it and you'll be able to appropriate the blessings of what you have, which is the name of Jesus. So Peter said, silver and gold it does not have. But such as I have, such as I have, I give unto thee. Hallelujah. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And later Peter, you know, in the same passage, Peter said that word. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man has been healed. There is power in the name of Jesus. It's an awesome name. It's a glorious name. Psalm 8 verse 1 says that, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens. When you use an amplified translation, it says that, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent. Look, how majestic. Your majestic name feels. How excellent, majestic, and glorious is your name in all the earth. And he says that you have set your glory on or above the heavens what's the scripture teaching us the scripture is teaching us that of course we all know that the glory of the lord is in the heavens the glory of the lord pervades and permeates the entirety of heaven however it is not so with the earth so you and i i we have a responsibility of causing the glory of god the majesty of god the excellency of god to fill the earth to fill our lives and how do we do it by mentioning the name of jesus by using the name of jesus and so in that situation that confronted peter and john you know if they had if they didn't know what they had the glory of god would not have been revealed the glory of god would not have been revealed in that lame person's life in that lame man's life but peter knew what he had and so he could boldly say that in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise up and walk and so when he used the name of jesus when you use the name of Jesus, that glory of God that was in the heavens, or that is in the heavens, it manifested in the earth. It manifested in the life of the lame person. It manifested for 
everybody to see and the bible tells us you know everybody saw it and everybody saw that wow this is a lame person the person that was always late put at the gate beautiful that was begging for arms he's now walking and leaping and praising god this teaches us the reason why some people are not able to walk and leap and praise god is because they are not using the name of jesus and so um the word of the lord is coming to you that you learn how to use the name of jesus hallelujah you you use the name of Jesus. Turn to the pen and tell the pen that use the name of Jesus. Use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, let's go to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians 2, verse 9 to 10. Philippians 2, verse 9 to 10. It's a very powerful scripture. It says that. Alright, give me give me King James. Amen. And I like using different translations. You see, you must if you love the word of the Lord, you love to use different translations. There are some people, um, their mother's engagement Bible, that's what they have been using all along. They have not gotten any other Bible apart from their mother's engagement Bible. It's wrong. And there are some people also, some, some, when they went to school, some people came to do witnessing or in their area, and they gave them a Gideon's New Testament Bible. That is all that they have had. Gideon's New Testament Bible. No. <laughs> no. You, 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 must, you must use your money. You must go to a Christian bookstore and, and buy a Scofield Study Bible. Buy a Dick's Annotated Reference Bible. Buy different translations. Buy the Amplified Translation. Buy New Living Translation. Buy Message Bible. Buy Mofat. Buy, you must get the Darby Translation. The Waymouth Translation. Do, you know, do, you know, those who use, don't use study Bible, it's, it's, we call that kind of Bible a uh, newspaper Bible. <laughs> don't use newspaper Bible like that. Newspaper Bible doesn't have footnotes, it doesn't have commentary, it doesn't have, you know, eh, eh, as I'm even saying it, eh, the Lord is in there. Are some, they don't know some of the things, that, they don't know um, footnotes. What is, what is footnotes? They, they, they don't know what is, um, um, you know, the referencing, the concordance. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But but when you have such a Bible, it will enrich your Bible study. You know, because it adds there are no there are a number of commentaries that are given, it enriches your Bible study. Amen. Amen. Philippians 2 verse 9 says that therefore God also, wherefore God also has highly exalted him, that's Jesus. God has highly exalted Jesus and given Jesus a name which is above every other name. From Philippians 2 verse 5, it says that let this mind be which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, that is Jesus, though he was God, he thought it no robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant, and being found in fashion and likeness as a man, he humbled himself unto death. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So Jesus, although he was God, although he was in essence God, equal to God, he was part of the Godhead, nonetheless he decided to die on the cross for the redemption of humanity. And the Bible says that when he died on the cross, God also has highly exalted Jesus. God has highly exalted Jesus and given Jesus a name. A name that is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, at the mention of that name, at the mention of that name, he said that what every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things on the earth, of things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess 
that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus, after his death and resurrection and his ascension, he was given a name. And the Bible is letting us know that this name is above every other name. It is above every other name. This name is above sickness. This name is above disease. What is it that is confronting you? What is it that is fighting you? What is it that is wrestling you? What is it that is staring you in the face? What, is, what kind of opposition are you facing? The Bible is saying that the name of Jesus is above that thing. It, as long as it has a name, the name of Jesus is above it. And the Bible tells the book of Acts that there's no other name given under heaven that men might be saved except the name of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I love that name. Say, I love the name Jesus. Say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I appreciate you. Jesus, I celebrate you. Hallelujah. What is the name? The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and in his work. I'll take it again and you can write it down. The name of Jesus is the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and in his work. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus. It's the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and in his work. What does it mean? I mentioned two things in his person and in his work. What it means is that every time you mention the name of Jesus, the person of Christ comes to manifestation. The, the way by which you can experience the person of Christ, the all-inclusiveness of his person, is by mentioning his name. Jesus, Jesus, you know, Jesus is everything. Yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus is everything. You know, there's a song that I love so much. Um, you know, I told you that I delight myself in the Lord. May you delight yourself in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, how wonderful you are. You are brighter than the morning star. Morning star, you are fairer, much fairer than the lilies that grow by the way. You are precious, more precious than gold. Than gold. You are precious, more You are more precious, more precious. You are precious. More precious than gold. Jesus is more precious than gold. I don't know what you say. Amen. Romans 10, verse 12 to 13. What you say? But isn't Jesus precious? Yes. Jesus precious. I don't know if you know the song. Hallelujah. Romans 10 verse 12. It says that for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. The same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Can you give me the amplified translation? What it means is that when you call upon the name of Jesus, you experience his riches. 
you experience all his divine virtues and attributes. That is what he's saying. Look at what he says. He says that the same Lord is Lord over all of us, and he generously bestows his riches, riches upon all who call upon him in faith. So, I said that the name of Jesus is the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is, number one, in his person, and number two, in his work. So, when one will experience the person of Christ, you mention the name of Jesus. When you mention the name of Jesus, you experience and you enjoy all his divine virtues and his divine attributes. You experience his riches. You experience all that Christ is. The, the preciousness of Christ. The awesomeness of Christ, the wonderfulness of Christ, the beauty of Christ, the glory of Christ, the majesty of Christ. You experience it when you mention the name of Jesus. You experience the peace of Christ. You experience his goodness. You experience his love. You experience his awesomeness. You experience his majesty when you mention the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You experience his joy. You know, there are times that, you know, you, you know, there are times that somebody you can be there, there's someone that comes there and the person doesn't feel loved. Even if someone doesn't feel loved, you know what the person has to do? The person has to just sit down and just mention, Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus. As you mention the name of Jesus, you begin to experience his love. Because that is what you want. Because Jesus is love. If you want to experience joy, you mention the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, I receive your joy. Jesus, I receive your joy. If somebody is annoying you, or if, if it looks like you are getting agitated, you are getting, you, and you need the peace of God, Jesus is peace. The Bible tells us that, for he is our peace. He is our peace. So Jesus is our peace. So when you want to experience peace, when, when, you are, when you are at work, you are in school, and someone, someone is irritating you, things are annoying you, and you want to experience the peace of God, can I tell you what you ought to do? You ought to mention the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As you mention it, you experience His divine virtue. So what is it about Jesus you want to experience? Galatians 5 verse 22, 23, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. But you know, the fruit of the Spirit is also an expression of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The fruit of the Spirit is an expression of Christ. So if you want to experience the fruit of the Spirit, if you want to experience, give me Galatians 5 verse 22 and 23. Give me the message translation. I want to show you something from the message translation. It says that but what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives. He brings gifts into our lives much the same way that food appears in an orchard. Now it says that things like affection for others. This is the fruit of the Spirit, which is a manifestation of Christ Jesus. So if there's someone, someone wants, you know, if, if someone is annoying you, you want some affection for the person, you want, you want to be tolerant towards the person, you mention the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You mentioned the name of Jesus. He said affection for others. Exuberance about life. Okay. Amazing. That is in Christ Jesus. The exuberance about life. If one, have you ever seen people who are not enthusiastic about life? No. I refer to some people. They, they've done, they are boo. Like that. They are boo. <laughs> they are not enthusiastic. Exuberance about life. But, but, but may you be exuberant about life in Jesus' name. It's a fruit of the Spirit. And, and we get that from Jesus. 
and we experience that by mentioning the name of jesus he said the exuberance about life serenity that is peace calmness you know you are unperturbed remember jesus christ when he was in the boat and the storms came you know the storms and uh, the disciples were all perturbed the disciples were anxious the disciples were screaming jesus was unperturbed he was he was experiencing experiencing a certain kind of calmness it's called the shalom of god and the way you can experience the shalom of god is by mentioning the name jesus hallelujah and look at what he says he says that we develop a willingness to stick with things we develop a willingness to stick with things there are people that are not focused <laughs> there are some that uh, to every day they are in one relationship after the other there are some people they are double-minded Today you see and say, Charlie, I see this lady, Charlie, this one, this, Charlie, I, I want commerce plus some. The next day you see another lady, they want to go out with another lady. Oh. oh how? <laughs> what, what like this? They, they, do not, they do not have that discipline to stick with things. But the, the, the willingness to stick with things is a fruit of the spirit. It's a fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. I always say that the first and only woman I proposed to in my life, I got married to her. There's no lady anywhere from JSS SS University after work after working that can come and say that I proposed to her. I never proposed. It's only the woman here. She's the only one I ever proposed to. Hey. <laughs> Amen. You, you need to develop a willingness to stick with things. Of course, I appreciate the fact that sometimes that some breakups are not people's fault, you know. But you know, one must be focused. So give me that script which says we develop a willingness to stick with develop a willingness to stick with things a sense of compassion in the heart and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people hallelujah we find ourselves involved in loyal commitments this is the work of christ in us this is the work of christ in us hallelujah philippians 4 verse 8 I'm showing you the virtues of Christ. All these are the virtues of Christ. I'm showing you that I'm saying that the name of Jesus is the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and his work. And I'm saying that the person of Christ, you know, refers to his virtues and attributes. And we have looked at his virtues. We've seen some of his virtues and attributes, which are seen in the fruit of the Spirit. Philippians 4, verse 8 says that some of all our friends, I just say you do your best by filling your minds and meditating on things true. These are also the virtues of Christ. Things that are true, things that are noble, things that are reputable, things that are authentic. Things that are compelling, things that are gracious. The best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Give me King James translation. 
Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. So can, can I tell you something? Jesus is truth. Jesus is honesty. Whatever things are just, Jesus is just. Jesus is pure. Jesus is lovely. Everything about Jesus is of a good report. Those are his virtues and attributes. Those are his virtues and attributes. Remember Foucault is in the house. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. That you are welcome. Hallelujah. That is said there. Yes. Hallelujah. Those are his virtues and attributes. His virtues and attributes. So when you mention the name of Jesus, you experience the virtues of Christ. You experience the attributes of Christ. And I pray that you experience them in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of friend. The name of Jesus. How many of you love that name? The name of Jesus is the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and in his work. So in his work. So I've given you, uh, you know, Christ, his person. So when you mention the name of Jesus, you experience, all, <clears throat> sorry, you experience all that Christ is in his person and then his work. What is it that Jesus has done? There are so many things that Jesus has accomplished. And if you are going to experience the things that Jesus has accomplished, one way by which you can experience those things is by mentioning his name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, when you, read the, when you read the Bible, it talks about, you know, there are so many names that are given to God. However, all the names of God in the Old Testament, they are summed up in the name of Jesus. They find their consummation in the name of Jesus. And, and there are seven redemptive names of Christ, or there are seven redemptive names of God. And all those seven redemptive names of God, when you mention the name of Jesus, you are able to experience God in that way. Hallelujah. The first one God is referred to as Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. That is the Lord our healer. The Lord our healer. So if you are in need of healing, can I tell you something? If you are in need of healing, if you want to experience God as your healer, if you want to experience God as Jehovah Rapha, what you have to do is to mention the name of Jesus. When you mention the name of Jesus, you experience, when you mention that name, when you call upon that name, like we saw, like the layman, as the disciple Peter and John, they called on the name of Jesus. The healing virtue of Christ flowed into his body. And he leapt. He began to walk, leap, and praise the Lord. So if you are in need of healing, can I tell you something? Mention the name of Jesus. It could be emotional healing. You mentioned the name of Jesus. It could be psychological healing. You mentioned the name of Jesus. It could be bodily healing. You mentioned the name of Jesus. As you mention it, you are connected. You are experiencing God as your Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah. And then the Bible talks about God as a Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Nisi. That is the Lord Abana. The Lord Abana or the Lord a Refuge. You know, your refuge, the Bible tells us that the Lord is our refuge, the Lord is our stronghold, the Lord is our high tower. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong word, tower. The righteous run into it and they are what? They are safe. That's, that's the Lord our, our refuge. So anytime you are, you are in need of safety, anytime you are in need of protection, anytime you need to, you need to run 
to a place to hide. You know how you do it? By mentioning the name of Jesus. Because it's the name of... I think there's even a song. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. And they are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. I'm about ready to run into that name. How about ready to find refuge in that name? To find protection in that name? That's why when you're driving and it looks like it, you know, an accident is about to happen, you mention the name of Jesus. Amen. That is why, and, and there's nothing wrong, that is why when a cockroach is passing, you mention the name of Jesus. <laughs> it's it's alright. Amen. That's why when people are in the plane and there's turbulence, they mention the name of Jesus. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us another name of God is Jehovah Shammah. Jehovah Shammah. That is, the Lord is present. The Lord is present. And the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us, he he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. But how many of you have been through, sometimes you are going through situations, circumstances, and it's like you don't feel that God is around you. You don't feel like God is near. You don't feel that God is nigh. It happens. But when it happens, do you know what you ought to do? You ought to call upon the name of Jesus. Because when you mention the name of Jesus, you realize that the Lord is present. Do you know that, do you know that a name, when you mention the name of a person, when you mention the name of a person it's like the person's consciousness comes around you the person's consciousness comes around you the person's spirit comes around you so if you are here right now and let's uh, mention somebody's name that's not here you realize that as you mention the person's name you just realize that you feel the person you feel the person around you the person's consciousness and that's, and that's how the, the fetish priests also they invoke spirits by mentioning the name when they are pouring libation, they mention the names of the ancestors. <laughs> even, even some people, when they are, when they are pouring libation, their people are not present. They mention their names, their spirits come. <laughs> when you mention the name of Jesus, you realize that he's present. You realize that he's nigh unto you. And that's what he even says. He says that, call unto me and I'll answer thee. And I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Call on to me. So when you call on the name of Jesus, you experience him. You, you realize that he's present. He's with you. That is one of the ways by which we cultivate the presence of God. By mentioning the name of Jesus. It gives us that consciousness of his presence. That consciousness that he's with you. Amen. Amen. And when you're, when you're driving, you're alone and you're driving the car, just be talking to the Lord. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I celebrate you. Jesus, you have been good to me. As you're doing that, you'll be experiencing his presence. And then also, another name is Jehovah Chikenu. That is the Lord our righteousness. The Lord our righteousness. So when you mention the name of Jesus, you experience the righteousness of God. And then we also have Jehovah Shalom, that is the Lord our peace. The Lord our peace. So when you mention the name of Jesus, you experience the peace of God. I pray that you don't take the name of Jesus for granted. Then there's Jehovah Ra, 
That is the Lord our shepherd and then Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. Amen. The Lord. Our... So when you mention the name of Jesus, you experience God in all these ways. Like I said, you know, the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and in his work. So this is the work of Christ. It's Christ's work to bring you peace. It is Christ's work to be your protector. It is Christ's work to be your righteousness. It is Christ's work to be present with you. It is Christ's work to be your peace, to supply peace to you. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a clap, offering. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 17, Jesus Christ sent the disciples out you know, on, a, on an um, evangelistic uh, work. And they returned. And in Luke 10 verse 70, look at what the disciples said. They said that the 70 returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. So demons are subject to us through the name of Jesus. When you mention the name of Jesus, demons will be subject to you. It's not always that you have to call your pastor. That's why I'm teaching you this thing. Because your pastor is also a human being. What if at the time if an issue is happening to you, you are calling your pastor and your pastor is relaxing with his wife. So he doesn't pick the call. Would you allow that situation to overwhelm you? No. So it's such a you 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 mention the name of Jesus that this scripture would, would, would happen in your life. That about the, the disciples said that even the demons were subject unto us through thy name. You know, a lot of Christians can, can I tell you the problem with a lot of Christians? A lot of Christians are have been muted. A lot of Christians are are mumu Christians. A lot of Christians, a lot of Christians that think that the, 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 the purpose for which God gave them a mouth or a tongue is to take a, eat kebab and um, jollof and banku and wache and uh, keke and what again? Tizets. And there are some people also, they think that the reason they have a mouth is just to be talking, just to be talking. But let me tell you something. The right use of the tongue. In the Greek, the, 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 word for, the word for mouth in Greek is stoma. The word for mouth in Greek is stoma. And do you know what it is? Do you know what the literal translation is? The edge of a sword. The edge of a sword. The edge of a weapon. And so actually, your tongue is for warfare. Your mouth. Is the things you say is what would happen in your life. So you have to use your mouth and mention the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. You, you, have to, you have to use your tongue, your mouth. You have to use it to cause changes. The Bible tells us that even God who quickened the dead, how does God quicken the dead? Or how does God bring the dead back to life? By calling. By calling. By what? Calling. 
calling those things that be not as though they were. The Bible tells us that when Jesus got to the, the tomb of Lazarus, what did Jesus do? He said, he, he shouted, Lazarus, come forth. He used his mouth. A lot of Christians are not speaking. But you have to say what you want. Amen. And you have to learn to mention the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a clap of friend. John chapter 14 verse 13. John 14 verse 13. Can you please project it for me? Look at what it says in John 14 verse 13. It says that, let's all read it together. Ready, go. The Bible is saying that Jesus is speaking to us. He's speaking to the, he was speaking to the disciples. And of course, that is to us also. He's saying that, whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, that will I do. Jesus is giving us the legal right to use his name. And it is it's what we call, we have some, we have some lawyers and um, legal personnel in the house. It is what we call the power of attorney. We are not excited. <laughs> it is what we call the power of attorney. So, in this scripture, what Jesus is doing, Jesus is giving us the legal right to use his name. And look, he said, whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name. What is the power of attorney? Power of attorney, you know, is when somebody gives another person the legal permission to act or to speak or to sign documents. Amen. Amen. That is a power of attorney. And so if Bill Gates, you know, when if Bill Gates is going to cash a check, you sign a signature, isn't it? Now, if Bill Gates gives me, I'll use myself as an example. <laughs> Some of are looking at me, they're trying to pull me. So that I'll, I'll use them as an example, but I'll use myself as an example. <laughs> if Bill gives me the power of attorney, what it means is that if I use my signature to sign any of his checks, and it, it, is, it, is, it goes to the bank, the bank would clear it. Even though, even though it was not Bill Gates who signed it, but I signed it because he has given me the power of attorney. Once I sign it, I'll be able to cash whatever. What, once I write on the check and I sign it, I'll be able to cash the check. So the bank would recognize my signature as if it was a signature of Bill Gates. And that is what Jesus is saying over here. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, we are doing the asking using his name. He's giving us that power of attorney. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm very ready to use that power of attorney. You have to use it. It's yours to use. So, so that's why you, you cast out demons. 
In the name of Jesus. Jesus is not the one who casts out demons. You are the one that casts out demons in the name of Jesus. When Peter was healing the lame person, he said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. So he did a miracle in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a clap, friend. Song of Songs 1 verse 3. Song of Songs chapter 1 verse 3. The Bible tells us, He said, Your name is at, He said, Because of the savor of thy ointments. Can you, Song of Songs 1 verse 3 says, Your name, because of the savor of thy thy name is as ointment, what poured forth. Thy name is what is as ointment poured forth. So the name of Jesus, Song of Songs 1 verse 3, the name of Jesus, every time, listen, every time you mention the name of Jesus, do you know what happens? When you mention the name of Jesus, the anointing is released. You know, the anointing, the anointing is there, is like in a vase. Hallelujah. It's, it's in a vase. It's like in a vase. But, you know, just like perfume, if there's perfume, I'm going to use perfume this morning. <laughs> you know, if there's, the, the perfume is in the bottle, do you know that you not, you not experience the fragrances or you not smell the fragrances of the perfume till you press on it? That is what will cause you to experience the fragrances of the perfume. So somebody can be there, someone can have the perfume, but if the person doesn't press on it, so the anointing is there. The anointing is available. The anointing is always with us. The anointing is always with you. The anointing is upon you. But what is it that will release the anointing when you mention the name of Jesus? When you, mention, when you, when you go like Jesus, Lord Jesus, the anointing is released. The anointing is released. Hallelujah. Every time you want to experience the anointing of God, you mention the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. When you want to experience the presence of God, you mention the name of Jesus. First Corinthians 12 verse 3. Let me show you another scripture. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 3. He says that, Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus a curse. And no man can say, look at it, no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. No man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. What it means is that when you actually say Jesus is Lord, you actually experience the Spirit of God. When you say Jesus is Lord, you begin to, it's, like, it's as if like you have, it, when you say Jesus is Lord, it's like you have turned on the switch. You know, you can enter a place and the place is dark. But before the light will come on, you have to turn on the switch. So, when you want the anointing of God's spirit to flow, you just say, Jesus is Lord. When you say, Jesus is Lord, you begin to experience the anointing of God's spirit. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering. Oh, somebody give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a mighty, mighty, mighty shout. 
Hallelujah. Today we've learned about the name of Jesus. The wonderful name of Jesus. The powerful name of Jesus. The glorious name of Jesus. The excellent name of Jesus. And I believe that each and every one of us, as you go through the, this day, as you go through the week, and you decide with yourself that you are going to use the name of Jesus. Remember I said that the name of Jesus is the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and in his work. When you want to experience the person of Christ, mention the name of Jesus. When you want to experience the work of Christ, mention the name of Jesus. When you want to, when you want to cast out demons, when you want to bind demons, when you want demons to be subject to you, mention the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You mention the name of Jesus. When you have a request, when there's something you want from God, when there's a when there's a check you want, when you want to cash in on a check, a hev- your heavenly check, if you want to cash it in, you know what you do. You know the, it's a it's a blank check, so you just write what you want, and you mention the name of Jesus, and it will be delivered to you. Amen. You mention the name of Jesus. When you want to experience the anointing, when you want to experience the presence of God, you remember the scripture. Because of the savor of thy ointments, thy name is as ointment poured for, therefore do they make the virgins love thee. As you mention the name of Jesus, the ointment, the anointing flows. Shall we be on our feet? Begin to wave your hands to the Lord, talk to the Lord, thank the Lord for the word, his word that has come unto us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Begin to thank the Lord for his name. Thank the Lord for his name. Thank the Lord for that awesome name. Say that, oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name. In all the earth, celebrate the name of Jesus. Appreciate the name of Jesus. Thank the Lord for his name. Thank the Lord for his name. Thank the Lord for his name. Thank the Lord that in the name of Jesus and his Shabbat, all things in heaven, all things on the earth, all things under the earth, and every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank the Lord.
Hallelujah. We're going to pray like we, we learned that the name of Jesus is expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person. And we saw we saw some of the divine virtues and the divine attributes of Christ. We're going to pray right now. Each of us, we need an infusion of divine virtues. How many of you realize that you need an infusion of divine virtues? You need an infusion of divine attributes. You need to overflow with the joy of the Lord, with the peace of the Lord. You need to, we need to walk in righteousness, the goodness of the Lord, the faithfulness of the Lord, the, the pure truth honesty good reports excellency majesty his awesomeness we need his divine virtues and attributes you are going to pray right now in the name of jesus and you are, as you are praying you are mentioning the name of jesus and you are talking to the lord that lord whatever whatever virtue whatever divine attribute divine virtue you need you realize is lacking in your life that you need you want to ask the lord that you begin to experience you begin to manifest and you begin to work in it in the name of jesus lift up your voice and begin to pray right now We saw that the name of Jesus is the expression of the sum total of all that Christ is in his person and in his work. And I spoke about what Christ has done for us as we looked at the names of God in the Old Testament. We looked at the Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our refuge, the Lord our banner, you know, the Lord who is present, um, the Lord our shepherd, the Lord our healer, the Lord our provider, the Lord our peace, the Lord our righteousness. Amen. I'm going to pray right now and you're calling on the name of Jesus. I don't know what it is that you need. For some people it could be healing. For some people it could be peace. For some people it could be provision. For some people they need a shepherd, the, the shepherding of God in their life. The leading and guidance of God. For some people they need Christ to be their refuge, their strong tower, their high tower. We are praying right now with the name of Jesus, calling on the name of Jesus and experiencing Christ in his way. All that Christ is in his way. Lift up your voice and we pray right now with the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus,
Thank you, O God, that 
demons are subject to us in your name yes, Lord. therefore we declare we bind every spirit of confusion in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit of sickness in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit of lack in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit of death in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit of blindness in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit of lack of understanding in the name of Jesus experience all that Christ is yes, Lord. thank you for the infusion into our being of the divine virtues the infusion into our being of the divine attributes thank you Lord thank you Jesus that we can experience you we can enjoy you we can receive you in the name of Jesus have we prayed all the say shall say amen. 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 amen.